the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over or under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact in sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast corner of a very hot and sunny England this afternoon. It's been cracking the flags. It's been beautiful. Um, Today is Monday, July the 11th, uh, and we are here to handicap a full slate of MLB games for Tuesday, July the 12th. Um, It's the youth team with me uh, today. We'll start top left. Um, hair looking very luscious and flowing. Uh, Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, Malcolm. Uh, enjoyed the podcast yesterday that both of you guys ran for us as uh, me and Munaf were out, but um, ready to get back in and start a brand new week heading into the All-Star Game festivities. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of fun stuff going up. I'm looking forward to getting my teeth stuck into bits and bobs of that. Peter Alonso was... Uh, Confirmed today for the home run derby. Uh, Is he the yeah, last confirmed. I'm not sure. I tell you, man, who will know though, uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm doing well, boys. How are you today? Uh, yes, Pete Alonso is confirmed. He will be participating in the Home Run Derby. Just pencil it in already. This is his challenge. He's going to win it. It's probably plus money. So hammer it. There's uh, no met spy you say from you though, Dylan. No, no, none. Doesn't no, like any. Uh, I'll tell you what I've been getting excited for today. I've been watching loads of uh, open golf previews uh, on the TV. There's been loads of sort of historical replays and stuff like that. I was up at St. Andrews. I had a job up there fairly recently and I posted a few photos in the Slack channel because it's just the weirdest thing in, obviously it's the most historic and famous golf course in the world uh, up there with Augusta National. And you can just walk around on there. There's no security. There's a, it's public right of way. So there's more people out there walking their dog than walking around the course um, than there is playing golf. And it's just the most surreal feeling standing on the 17th tee on the on the hole where they cut the corner off, where they go over the hotel. Um, and yeah, you just stand around and have a little wander around all the fairways. It's really good. So I've got the buzz today for the golf by watching a few previews. Uh, so I'll be getting into the Golf Gambling Podcast uh, with the Boston Capper and Steve. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, um, get yourself across Um I fancy a little bit of Matt Fitzpatrick this week being a bit of a homer. So we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, lots of good sport to look forward to. Uh, but tomorrow, uh, full slate of MLB games, like we say. Uh, and there's a double header. Uh, there's only one afternoon game, which is the first half of this double header. Uh, game one is a 110 Eastern first pitch. Uh, the double bill is the Chicago White Sox at the Cleveland Guardians. Um, the, I think they've got pitches mainly for the first game. Uh, the second one's a little bit more up in the air. Um, Dylan Cease is going to go for the White Sox in game one and Shane Bieber for Cleveland. Uh, so a real good pitching matchup. Uh, lines for that one are um, 
close. Chicago White Sox minus 115, Cleveland minus 105. Total here at eight and a half. Um, and I'll throw both legs of the doubleheader uh, across to Noah. Noah, um, stellar matchup early in the day. I'm hoping we get it. Um, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed yet with the MLB, but on, on their site. But um, yeah, Dylan Cease, Jane Peaver, that would be if you if you ask for two starters in the AL Central, those would probably be the top two that you would get from other people, unless they go Lucas Giolito and um, Dylan Cease. But I think it's ridiculous that Cease didn't get named to the All Star team. There's a couple other names that are out there that didn't get named and got snubbed big time. Um, we might sprinkle in, just sprinkle the names in as we go along. But um, for both games in this doubleheader. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of a cat and mouse game. Why they haven't completely announced it yet? They could maybe not want to start both aces against each other. But you know, Cease on the year he's seven and four with a 2.45 ERA, 133 strikeouts, 43 walks, and 92 innings pitched. He has a 0.57 ERA in his last eight starts, only three earned runs in his last 47.1 innings pitched. And this guy didn't make the all-star team. And then for Shane Bieber, he's three and five with a 354 ERA, 99 strikeouts, 24 walks in 96.2 innings pitched. He has a 5.43 ERA in his last three starts. So not really in his best form as of late. It's hard to handicap these games further as we don't really know the pitchers confirmed and we don't really have lines yet so um unders are six and three in cleveland's last nine games and chicago is one and four in their last five games at progressive fields so that's what i'm going to leave the listeners for with that yeah the, the under looked quite straightforward if i think season bieber are I'd be confident they go. The fact that there's lines up uh, for that game as well. The second game has no odds. The second game looks like it's Davis Martin, a name I know nothing about, and Connor Pilkington, um, who we've talked about probably about a month ago was the last time he was cited um, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. So, yeah, that second game I've got nothing for. Season Bieber, eight and a half, looks like a really good uh, under uh, for that one. Um Dylan, with your with your lines that you look at, if you, do you agree it's Season Bieber? And then what was your line on that game? Yeah, I see actually nines out there at even money. I love the under. I set my total at 7.2, so I agree with Noah here with the under. But I'm going to take a shot at on with the Guardians. Malcolm, as much as I want to fade them right now, I think they'll win the first game of the doubleheader. All the numbers are telling you to back the White Sox with how bad the Guardians have been playing. But I actually made the Guardians a minus 125 favorite with Bieber on the mound. He's had success against the White Sox earlier in the year. He was able to go six innings, only give up one run. I think in the day game, Bieber on the mound, the Guardians, they'll be able to scratch out a win. They're due. They, I want to be on the right side of it when they turn this thing around. So I like the under, and I also like Guardians here at minus 105. Okie doke. Uh, we'll crack on then. We'll brush past that second game. Uh, take it on at your peril. The next game is a 6-4 Eastern first pitch uh, between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Miami Marlins. Uh, we're getting... A couple of these TBD pitchers out of the way early. Um, there's one more to come after this, uh, but Pittsburgh currently don't have a pitcher listed, and I couldn't find anything at all. Uh, Daniel Castano, a left-handed pitcher, goes for Miami, um, and no lines, um, obviously, with that Pittsburgh uh, pitcher missing, so we can skirt past this one, unless Dylan's got anything he wants to tell us about Pittsburgh at Miami. 
Yeah, nothing. I don't. I, I couldn't find a pitcher for Pittsburgh to save my life. So I, ha- I have nothing. I have no lines for this one. Okey doke. Uh, next, this is a game we can tell you things about. Seven or five Eastern first pitches: the Seattle Mariners at the Washington Nationals, which is Chris Flexen uh, for Seattle, and it's my guy Joe Gray uh, going for Washington. Um, another close one on the money line: Seattle minus one fourteen, Washington minus one o five. This total here is nine and a half. Now, I handicapped these games at about 5 p.m. my time. Total was at 10 and a half. Um, I checked again about two hours ago. Total was at 10. Uh, total is now down to nine and a half. Um, so it's catching up with my handicap here. Um, but uh, this one, um, who's having a look at this one? Noah, uh, we'll throw this back across to you. Uh, Mariners at the National. Yes, yeah, Seattle, Washington. Um Seattle's kind of flying under the radar. If you ask somebody like, hey, what's the team rolling right now? They would say Baltimore because Baltimore's won eight in a row. Yeah. Seattle's also won eight in a row here. And uh, honestly, like this win streak here is, I think, flying under the radar un- under some people's noses. Uh, Washington has lost nine of their last 10 games. Uh, Chris Flexen, he's five and eight with a four ERA this year, 66 strikeouts, 32 walks, and 90 innings pitched. On the road, though, he's two and five with a 407 ERA. Not too bad, but the record's a little bit, a little bit off there. And then uh, Washington, Josiah Gray, he's seven and five with a 414 ERA, 99 strikeouts, 36 walks, and 87 innings pitched. Both guys like to they have the ability to strike a lot of guys out, but they also walk quite a few guys. Um, both teams have been hitting the ball very well lately. And Josiah Gray, he had 11 strikeouts in his last game against Philly. He's a 661 home ERA, though, uh, with nine mile an hour winds blowing out to right field. I'm going to kind of go against Malcolm a little bit. I'm going to take the over nine and a half in this game. I think that we might see some runs scored. The total set high for a reason. Uh, that's why it opened up there. I know it's climbing back down towards Malcolm and a lot of the public um, and sharps early might have jumped on that under. Um, I think nine and a half is the right number. I'm going to take the over. And you know what? How can you not take Seattle right now against Washington? They're minus 115, I see. How how do we not take Seattle, guys? No, you're absolutely right. That looks like uh, uh, not, a, not a misprice, but it's certainly very attractive. You're taking um, a team who have won uh, eight in a row, nine of the last ten, got themselves right into the uh, wild card race where – Two or three weeks ago, it didn't look like they were going to get anywhere near that. The the one game back of Tampa Bay, two and a half games back of Boston uh, in the wild card race. The team just outside the picture, like you mentioned, is uh, crazily enough Baltimore. Um, and they're taking on Washington, who are, um, whichever way you just said, one of the worst teams um, in the league at the moment. So that um, line of Seattle, minus 114, looks like a great price. I took the under here. Um just because I'm currently liking both pitchers. You know, I've probably banged on about Josiah Gray uh, every week now for his last four or five starts. Uh, Chris Flexen was up and down like the bride tonight. He, he settled down a little bit. Um, yeah, and I like I like both pitchers. I think Seattle could probably get this done in a low-scoring game. Uh, so I'll take Seattle and I'll take the under. Uh, Dylan, what did you make this as a, as a total? Uh, as a total, 9.9. So I do like the over at nine and a half with Noah but this might be my lock of the day, a little tease, but I really like the Mariners here on the road taking on the Nationals. I made them a minus 130 favorite. They opened up a minus 115. I'm seeing as low as minus 112. 
I think we're getting good value here with Seattle. Like Noah said, nine out of the last ten, uh, they won, while the Nationals are complete opposite. They've lost nine out of their last ten. I don't understand why this line is so close. Uh, I mentioned it about a week ago. Watch out for this Mariner team. They're getting hot. They're getting hot at the right moment. So I'm going to back flex in here and the Mariners on the road. So give me the Mariners on the money line, minus 112. 7.05 Eastern first pitches. The Cincinnati Reds at the New York Yankees. Graham Ashcraft goes for Cincinnati. And Garrett Cole is on the bump for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees are, wow, minus 302. Very prohibitive. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati plus 242. Uh, total here is set at eight. Um, Ashcraft four and two, four thirty-five ERA is pitched forty-nine and two-thirds of twenty-nine strikeouts. Uh, Garrett Cole is eight and two with a three twenty-six ERA is pitched ninety-nine and a third with a hundred and twenty-four Ks. Um, Ashcraft has well and truly gone off the rails. Um, I think Moonaf mushed him effectively um, after he <laughs> after he had a decent start. Uh, I don't know if Moonaf was actually joking about buying some Rookie of the Year tickets. Uh, whatever, he's not winning them. Um, Ashcraft is seven twenty seven ERA in his last five, um, six ninety eight on the road. There was nothing to recommend either him or the Cincinnati Reds here. Um, it's a really dull pick, um, but the New York Yankees on the run line looks like um, finding money in the street, Dylan. Yeah, uh, Yankees big favorite here, like you said. Cole on the mound. I, I think the Yankees bounce back here after losing the last to the Red Sox. Surprisingly, the Reds, they've been playing decent baseball. They've won four in a row, but now on the road against one of the best clubs in baseball, I think it's a much harder task than they're keeping up with. Uh, you always want to note that going away from Great American Ballpark, the Reds aren't good, 14-26 and 26 on the road. So I do agree with you. I, I'm going to take the Yankees on the run line, minus 125. And for the team total, I set my team total for the Yankees at 5.3. So if we could get a four and a half, five, I'll probably go over that as well. Nice. Uh, Noah, did you have any fancy picks for this one or was it uh, Yankees all the way? Um, fancy picks, maybe I and Ashcraft walks, but I was going to save that for the sleeper props. Uh, nice. Part. But um, yeah, just keep it nice and simple, quick Yankees run line. Okay, yeah. 707 Eastern first pitch. I promise this is our last TBD picture of the slate. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, it's Philly uh, that I don't see a listed picture for. Um, I've dug out um, Jose Barrios um, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, no lines as a consequence. Um, and this one, uh, nowhere. Um, anything to add to this one? Did you see a picture or or a line or have any thoughts at all? Um, no, not really. <laughs> no. Okay, that's fair enough. Short and sweet. Dylan, similar? Uh, so I actually got a picture for the uh, the Phillies. I have um, Bailey Falter going for them. Okay. And I kept actually Kevin Gossman going for the Blue Jays. So I could be wrong. Oh, well. But so with that, one that, hand, you give it. You give us Bailey Falter with one hand, and you take away the picture that we thought was going uh, with the other hand. So yeah, I've still got, uh, I've got Barrios and can't see Bailey. No, yeah, okay. Um, we will carry on. We'll gloss over that one with no further, uh, no further news. Two a seven ten Eastern first pitch, which is the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. Intriguing matchup here. Good game to handicap this one. Um, Chris Sale, lefty, is back uh, for Boston. And Corey Kluber 
for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, do we have any lines on this? Uh, Boston are minus 125. Tampa Bay are plus 105. It's a home puppy. Total set at seven. Uh, Noah, um, the return of Chris Sale. What do you think? The return of Chris Sale. I mean, I, I'm not willing to fade him. Maybe some people who have principles of home dogs might look to fade him. Both teams currently hold the top two wildcard spots in the AL. Last week, these two teams played against each other. Boston took the last two games in that three-game set. Um, in Boston's last seven games at the Trap, six of them have gone under. Um, but, yeah, big news. Uh, way to – I mean, just throw the headline right out. There is Chris Sale. Uh, he's scheduled to make his first start this year. He's 10 and 6 in his career against Tampa Bay with a 293 ERA. And for Tampa Bay, the clue bot goes. Um, he's 4 and 5 on the year with a 362 ERA, 72 strikeouts, 13 walks, and 82 innings pitched. I'm just, I'm not going to fade Chris Sale in his return. Um, Boston, they may not throw him deep into this game. So I'm going to isolate the first five innings and just take Boston team. Uh, they're. Uh, uh, Boston money line for the first five innings. Couldn't get that out of my mouth. Okay, so it's Boston first five then for Noah. Dylan, uh, good game this one. What side did you come down on? Yeah, give me the home puppy here, Malcolm. I actually made the Rays a minus 130 favorite here at home. I'm going to favorite Chris uh, All I needed to see was his temper tantrum in the, the back clubhouse mm-hmm. last week. So he's not right. I know it. He's Noah passionate. Yeah, he's passionate. Yeah. We're, we're all passionate, but people show it in different ways. So I, I back him right. I got a little more out of him. The Red, the Rays have owned the Red Sox this season, and I think it continues here in Tampa. So give me the home puppy. Um, Boston um, – no, sorry, Corey Kluber actually took on uh, the Boston Red Sox in his last start, uh, a game in which he gave up zero and runs over six innings. Uh, before that, though, Kluber – was just a little bit wobbly. He gave up five end runs and the start before that against Toronto. And then it was uh, two and two. I, just, I thought the seven here was too low. I don't know how deep into the game sale will go. Um, I know I faded the Tampa Bay Rays lineup recently. Uh, we talked last night about them missing Wanda Franco. Um, but also the uh, their bullpen, I think, is going to be a little bit tired. They, they've used a lot of pitching. Um, on Sunday night. Uh, so we'll have to see how much they've recovered, you know, how much they're even playing tonight, I can't remember. Um, I think they are. Um, so I thought Sale might not get that deep into the game and I thought Kluba might be good for two or three runs and maybe the bullpen can get us over the line. I just thought seven was maybe half a run or a run too low here. Um, the, I wasn't good enough to split the two teams, um, so I think we can get over seven uh, and that'll be my pick. Um, all of these lines um, and bets... Um, you want to get them on at WinBet, where you can use the bet $50 to win 200 bucks promotion. Uh, a $50 bet will qualify you for up to $200 in free bets. Uh, also, um, baseball betting, um, it's a must bet at the win at the moment. Uh, the reduced juice, that's hard to say, in baseball games uh, makes the win the best place to bet. MLB, the Fantasy Football Experience Contest still rolling. Um, if you bet $500 or more before July the 31st, uh, you can win the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience at Encore Beach Club, which includes that two-night stay at the Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Uh, loads to choose from. Just download the WinBet app or visit 
nnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sleeper, the place where I assume you have your fantasy football leagues. I know I do. We were just talking a little bit of football off air before we got started here. It's not far away. Um, Sleeper have added a game-changing over or under uh, product Choose your players, choose your props, choose your stake, and you can win two to 20 times the money you put in. Um, really good fun. You can get involved with all your friends. You can copy their picks with the tap of a button, uh, chat a little bit of smack in there, uh, and win a few win a few dollars or pounds, whichever side of the Atlantic you're playing on. Um, Sleeper.com slash SGPMLB is the place to get a first deposit match up to $100. Um, so join our squad and use the code sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Noah, what were those uh, strikeout props you threw out earlier on? Was that in the Seattle-Washington game? Yeah, the Seattle-Washington game. I No, no, no. It was uh, Cincinnati. I had Graham Ashcraft maybe look for his walks against the Yankees. No, okay. The Yankees, the Yankees actually walk the most in the MLB this year. Uh, an average of 3.86 times a game. So just like I said in, in podcasts prior, um, the strategy that I kind of look for when it comes to walks or strikeouts per game on pitchers is uh, if, a, if a team's walking over three and a half times a game, that's uh, teams that I kind of look for to fade a pitcher on uh, taking like a walks prop. Or if it comes to strikeouts prop, I take a team that's striking out 8.75 times a game or higher. Um, just a couple, a short list that I wrote down was Castaño over K's because Pittsburgh, they have a very bad strikeout rate. Um, uh, that Pittsburgh probable pitcher, um, whoever it is, uh, I'm going to be looking at it in the morning when the line comes out to see if they could possibly get over two and a half, over three and a half Ks. Um, the sales strikeout uh, rate because this Tampa Bay team has been prone to striking out this year. Uh, David Peterson for the Mets Ks, Josh Winder Ks, Adrian Sampson Ks, Jordan Lyles Ks, Luis Garcia Ks. Syndergaard walks and Dallas Keuchel walks. That's just kind of my short list that I have right now. We'll see when the lines come out tomorrow morning. Uh, your definition of a short list is different to mine, Noah. Uh, but we'll crack <laughs> on with a 7.20 Eastern first pitch between the New York Mets at the Atlanta Braves, which is uh, David Peterson uh, for the New York Mets. And Spencer Strider, uh, fantasy darling lately, uh, goes for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the lines on this one are the Mets are plus 135, Atlanta uh, relatively short here, minus 158, total set at eight and a half. Uh, Dylan, your New York Mets here, um, they're not often this big a price. Do you fancy them tomorrow? No, I actually made the Braves a minus 150 favorite, so I'm not going to touch the side, but I do think the total is a little low, so I'll go over eight here. I set my total at nine. Triders look good in his last few starts, but he does have a higher ERA at home than he does on the road. 3.5, a 3.15 ERA at home is uh, giving up 12 runs on 28 hits. So he can give up a few runs here. Uh, now with Peterson, he's given up three runs in his last two starts. So I, I think with the pitching matchup here, both pitchers will be able to give up a few runs. And I think with how good the lineup is for both teams, 
I think we could get over this number. So I'm going to go over eight here. Okay. Um, I sided with the Braves here. It wasn't a very uh, exciting pick, a, a relatively short price, minus 158. Um, I quite like Atlanta this entire series. I picked them uh, on last night's show to do the business uh, in the Monday games, which are going to start uh, in a couple of hours here. I think it's a good spot. I like the pitching matchups for Atlanta throughout the series. And I just think that they're... Um, the bats are a little bit hotter than New York at the moment. So I'm going to take Atlanta. It might be a unit and a half play at the price, uh, but I'm happy to take the Braves and see if we can get a simple win over the line here. Uh, Noah, New York, Mets at Atlanta. Yeah, I'm I'm on uh, Atlanta with you, Malcolm. I just think that the Braves have sort of had the Mets number as of late. They're four and two in their last six games against New York. I know it's not a huge sample size, but it just feels like it's been inevitable since the Braves have began this hot run that they were going to make this division a close race in the second half of the season. Yeah, I think you're right. The yeah, uh, like we said last night, the Mets can hear the footsteps uh, at the moment. Seven forty Eastern. First pitches the Milwaukee Brewers at the Minnesota Twins, uh, which is Jason Alexander, uh, my favourite feed, um, going for the Brewers. And Josh Winder, Winder, Winder. Uh, I'm going to go with what? Yeah, should we go with Winder? Uh, yeah. We'll go with Josh Winder for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, the Brewers are plus 110. The Twins are minus 130. Total here is set at nine. Um, Alexander is two and one. Uh, 4.75 ERA has pitched 36 innings with 17 strikeouts. Winder is four and two with a 3.12 ERA, 40 and a third pitched in 27 strikeouts. Um, eventually managed to get Alexander beat last time out. Um, all the contact he'd been given out and been getting away with it. I think it was about three times I went to the well and three times I was turned away uh, with Jason Alexander getting away with it. But eventually the Chicago Cubs uh, duffed him up last time out. Um, and I'm looking to follow up here. Um, Josh Winder's got a nice uh, 314 home ERA. It's only in 14 innings pitch. He's in a lot of his pitching on the road this season. Um, he's got one horror start at Oakland, but generally he's been pretty reliable. Um, and I do like the Minnesota bats more than the Milwaukee bats at the moment. Um, I quite liked the over nine, um, just with, like I say, Alexander, I think it's going to be good for four or five here um, and Winder should contribute a little bit uh, but I do think Minnesota will get the job done and that's going to be my play at minus 135 Dylan yeah I like the over I set my total at 9.3 but I'm gonna I gotta play on this side like you I'm gonna be fading Alexander here it's gonna be twins money line for me I can't back the Brewers right now they almost just got swept against the Pirates uh, and now they're gonna be going on the road to take on the twins who they're pretty good at home 25 and 18 straight up just might be a bad spot for the Brewers. The Twins are, like you said, a better hitting team right now than the Brewers. I think Winder on the mound, he'll be able to limit the Brewers who have been struggling. So give me the Twins here at home, minus 130. I was able to get them on the money line. Hey, those uh, poopy pirates have been uh, keeping me in beer money over the last week or so. Uh, I've been constantly annoying Moon off by picking them as my dog. Uh, and then they keep winning. So I won't have a bad word said against those pirates, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> Noah, uh, what did you think of this one? So I don't know if you guys remember, but that was the last time I came on the podcast, we were kind of sniffing out that maybe the totals on the Twins have shifted. Um, since we had Consig on the podcast, he was talking about how the Minnesota Unders have been hitting like crazy this year. Well, in their last 10 games, the over is hit in eight of them. So I really feel like the 
uh, books have kind of adjusted this number because in their last five games, the over is hitting all five. So it really seems like they're trying to hammer this thing home and kill this trend. And like you've been mentioning, um, we're fading this guy on the Brewers. And then, um, you know, Winder might be good for one or two. Jason Alexander with that 4.75 ERA that that wears heavy on him. And I think he's due for a couple like you guys have been saying. Uh, I'll take the over on this one as well and take the uh, the Twins on the money line here. Next is a 7.45 Eastern first pitch. The LA Dodgers go to the St. Louis Cardinals where Mitch White will take the mound for the Dodgers. And the lefty for St. Louis is Matthew Liberatore. Uh, the Dodgers are minus 135. That line has shifted a little bit. Um, I saw minus 125 earlier on. Uh, a little bit of money there for the Dodgers. St. Louis are plus 115. Total here is set at nine. Uh, and Dylan, you can take us through the Dodgers at the cards. Yes, give me the Dodgers here. Uh, I got them, like you said, Malcolm, at a minus 125 earlier in the day. I like him up to a minus 150. I just think we got to continue to fade the Cardinals till they show us otherwise. Three and seven in their last 10, while the Dodgers, they've won 11 of their last 12. Just two teams going in different directions. They're, I think they're cruising to the all-star break, the Dodgers, as the best team. So I got to take the Dodgers here at this short price because I really don't know when we might get them at this short of a number again. So I'll be on the Dodgers here on the money line. I think they win. 100% agree with you, Dylan. That was my pick. Um, it was a preference of the two pitches. Well, it, sorry, it wasn't. It was a double preference. I had a preference for White over Liberatore. Um, I had a preference for the Dodgers lineup over the Cards lineup at the minute. Um, so at that point, it just seems fairly prudent to take the LA Dodgers at a decent price, minus 135. Uh, let's not overcomplicate that one. And uh, no ad Dodgers at the Cards. Yeah, if you guys missed out on that good price, don't forget that this team just hits run lines like it's nothing. Um, I think yeah. they've only missed it in five of their wins out of like 51 or 52 now on the year. It's kind of been crazy that uh, the rate of win when they've been winning, they win by two or more. So, uh, yeah, uh, just if you miss out on that price, that's where I would be landing too is the run line. 8.05 Eastern first pitch is the best team in baseball. The Baltimore Orioles uh, travel to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Jordan Lyles takes the mound for Baltimore. And Adrian Sampson is on the bump for the Cubs, who are a minus 114, uh, just the favourites. Baltimore, a minus 105. Total here is set at nine and a half. Uh, we'll come back to you, Noah. Uh, can Baltimore keep rolling? Yeah, I think so. Uh, why would you fade them right now? They're everybody's talking about them, and that might be why you fade them. But I don't think it's right here in this spot because, uh, like we've said, they won eight in a row. Both of these teams have also been great under squads, with fourteen of the Orioles' last twenty games being under, and six of the Cubs' last nine games hitting the under. The total we have it uh, pretty enticing there with. Um, you know, it, it's enticing to the over. So you got to kind of just swim with your uh, nose plugged a little bit here with uh, Jordan Lyles on the mound for Baltimore. He's 5-7 and seven with a 4-5 ERA, 81 strikeouts, 31 walks, and 98 innings. On the surface, it's not a pretty line, but Lyles has only surrendered two runs in his last 12.1 innings pitched the last two games that he's started. And for the Cubs, we have Adrian Sampson, who's 0-0 zero and zero on three starts this year. He has a 291 ERA, 19 strikeouts, three walks, and 21.2 innings pitched. Uh, just like that Seattle game, how can we fade 
uh, Baltimore here, and plus we're getting them at an underdog price here. Uh, so I like Baltimore, and I lean under as well. Uh, Dylan, do you back Noah up there? Yeah, absolutely. How can how can you not back the Orioles right now? I, a little line movement, though, in this one. The Orioles opened up at a big underdog, plus 110, and now they're shorter underdog at minus 105, yeah. I see. So I was able to grab that plus 110. I still like them. I actually made them uh, a minus 117 favorite. So I, I, it goes back to Noah. How, how can we not back the Orioles here just like the Mariners? They've been the most profitable team all year. If you were to back the Orioles in every game this season, you would be up 14 units. So I, I think we got to get used to seeing the Orioles at these prices. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm still in shock seeing the Orioles at minus 140, minus 150 fa- favorite. But, uh, but I'm just going to continue to ride with this team, and they're doing it all with legit no payroll. Max Scherzer is making more money this year than the whole team. So. <laughs> I saw that stat, too. I was going to read it all. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. I mean, yeah. you got to give this team props. A little market like that in Baltimore, they're exciting. I, I just got to keep backing them. So I'm going to take this uh, short home puppy in this one. Um, I'll, well, I'll tell you how we're going to get – uh, Baltimore beat Bulls and that's because we're going to take the Chicago Cubs on the money line um, it's time it's time to get Baltimore beat um, let's just remember um, who they are Jordan Lyles you just can't trust him on the road he um, he had a decent start at Minnesota uh, two starts ago apart from that though when I mean, he gets lit up 589 road ERA um, and there's something about going into Chicago Cubs I never see a uh, a settled pitcher. I tend to watch a lot of Cubs games because they have a lot of more day games, so I get to see more of those than I'll get to see West Coast games. And the pitchers never look settled in there. Uh, so I think Lyles is going to wobble tomorrow uh, and he's going to um, unship this Baltimore winning streak. Uh, Samson hasn't been terrible since he came in. Um, the Cubs have been scoring some runs. They had a bit of a mad one last night against the Dodgers. Um, they got beat, but they did they did put some runs up. So I think they can get to Lyles tomorrow. Uh and I think when the next time I speak to you boys, you'll be thinking, wow, why didn't we back the Chicago Cubs at minus 114? Uh, and you'll all doff your cap, et cetera, to me. Uh, so we this will take the Cubs. This awful at home. Yeah. Not tomorrow, mate. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> We're only dealing in what's happening tomorrow. And tomorrow, they're going to be good. 8.05 Eastern first pitch is the Oakland Athletics at the Texas Rangers. Uh, James Caprillian. Goes for Oakland and Glenn Otto uh, is the man on the hill for Texas, who are a minus one seventy favourite. Oakland a plus one forty three. Totally are at eight and a half. Um, James Caprillian is one and five with a five oh six ERA. Has pitched sixty four innings with forty one strikeouts. Uh, Glenn Otto was four and five with a five twenty six ERA. Has pitched fifty one and one third with forty strikeouts. Very similar lines actually. Um, the two pitches. Um Caprillian, his recent form has been good. Um 278 ERA in his last five, uh, including one earned run start his last twice against Toronto and Seattle, uh, both slightly more potent lineups than this Texas team. Um Glenn Otto, I don't know how he ma- he made it onto the onto my guy list because when I looked into him in a bit more depth today, he's been horrible. I think he had one half decent start at the New York Mets on a Friday night. And I think I kind of fell in love with that you a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did adopt him. And then I, I 
didn't, and I've uh, I've disowned him today. He's been cut loose, unfortunately. Um, he's been really wobbly, 5.73 in his last five. Um, he's got an 8.02 home ERA. Uh, Texas have got a home losing record. Um, there's no way you can back Texas at minus 170. You'd absolutely be mad. Um, no feelings on the total, so I think you have to take a punt with Auckland at plus 143. Um, so, yeah, that'll be my play. I'll take the big dog, uh, Auckland Athletics, on the road. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, so we handicapped Glenn Otto yesterday, but now we get Glenn, Glenn Otto, Malcolm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have the yeah. same opinion like I had yesterday. I'll take a shot with the Rangers here on the run line, minus uh, plus 125. I needed any sort of a plus price to be on the run line. Like you said, I... Don't want to give out minus 170. I even see minus 175s out there. Uh, the Rangers, they've been playing some close games recently, but I, I think with the bats that they have, they'll be able to win this game convincingly at home. The last two games the A's have lost have been by four or more runs. So when they do lose, I, I think they don't really cover the run line. So I'll take a shot at this plus money here. Give me the Rangers on the run line. Okay, so me and Dylan take exact opposite sides of that one. And uh, Noah, can you split the tie? I'll split it with this. I like the under. The under is hitting eight of <laughs> Oakland's last eight. And Caprillion has been dealing. You know what? Malcolm is a sucker for this auto kid. He's going to disown him today. You know what happens when you just disown your kids? They, they, impress, throw you. they, they impress you the next day. They, they bring you home. Hey, Dad, can I have this chocolate bar? I, I have one for you, too. That's what Bob's going to do the next time he walks yeah. into the room with the chocolate bar. So uh, give me the under with both, <laughs> both of these guys. I just think it's uh, that's something that's completely off the wall that not a, not a lot of people are going to uh, take here. And um, inside Globe Life, big park. And Oakland actually plays better away from home and they're high-pressure 4,000 fans in attendance every day. So I like the under here. Um, Dylan, it only came to my attention last night about five minutes after we finished recording that we missed the chance to mush a no-hitter. Um, the MLB gambling podcast record of 3-0 and in mushing no-hitters. Uh, Houston were throwing a no-hitter last night um, and we could have mushed it there and then. Um, but it was only when I got, um, we, we finished recording that I realised that, that we were going in the sixth inning. It didn't, uh, it didn't last much longer, um, but we could have curtailed it much sooner than it had had we known. Uh, and improved our record to four and zero, so we need to be a bit sharper. Uh, watching out for the no hitter mushing. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Trade Coffee. Uh, I know it's Dylan by far, Dylan's favourite uh, coffee suppliers. Um, Trade Coffee will bring you coffee from independent um, and the best craft roasters, uh, small businesses in the country who pay the farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Uh, so if you're a coffee snob or you just know what you like, um, Trade Coffee will sort you out uh, with a bag of freshly roasted coffee as either whole beans or ground, whatever you use. And if you don't love your first order, they'll replace it for free. If you answer a couple of questions on the website, you'll get your own personalised variety of coffee. Uh, Trade are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off the first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. Uh, that's 40 cups of coffee for free. So get started by taking the quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP uh, and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Uh, next is an A10 Eastern first pitch. I have breaking news, Malcolm, if you want to Oh, hit me. Uh, let's go. On, on Ronald Acuna's Instagram per Ken Rosenthal. So... 
he's competing in the home run derby this year. Okay. So there's Good number types. two. Awful decision. <laughs> Why would you Why? do that? It might it might actually fix his swing, get him out of the slump. Why is it a bad? Because Pete Alonso owns the home run derby. Come on, kid. Come on. I, I, I think it might help him get out of the slump. Who knows? I hope it gets him more of in the slump, to be honest. I would be messing <laughs> with this swing more. Uh, I have no opinion either way. I'll let you two fight that out. Uh, eight ten Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, they played this afternoon in it. Pretty ugly game. Kansas City scraped a winning. Uh, Bo Brisky um, goes for the Tigers. And the lefty Chris Brubich is on the hill for Kansas City. You are a minus 130 favourite with Detroit at plus 110. And the total set at eight and a half. And uh, Noah, uh, sorry, Dylan. Um, Bo Brisky's been kind to us uh, relatively recently. Are you, uh, are you fancying him tomorrow? No, I, I probably won't bet this game personally, but for the show, uh, I'll pick the Royals here at home. I don't really trust either pitcher, but I do think the bats of the Royals have been better than the Tigers for right now. Brisky, like you said, he has he did have a nice outing his last start against the White Sox, but I think maybe regression will start to sit in for him. But I'll, I'll take for the show, I'll take the Royals, but I'll probably not bet this game. Um, on the subject of the Tigers, I'm guessing, Noah, you saw this. Did you uh, see Robbie Grossman lose his um, streak of uh, games without a field in error last night? Let me just say this. It wasn't a streak because his last error was the stupid Minnesota loss from the like April or whatever. I don't know if you remember it, but it went off the tip of his glove. They didn't give that an error. So that's his second game uh, losing error on the year. Um, it, it, I I don't forget those minor uh, minor things in the outfield. You shouldn't clearly really drop a ball in the outfield. It, it's uh, just minor league stuff. I I can't believe we have three guys that have played somewhat in the major leagues, and still Grossman is like the uh, all all hail the king because he had twenty home runs last year. Um, but uh, I I, I had a rebuttal, uh, Dylan Dylan might forget that I'm like a Florida Gators fan. So I do like Pete. I'm not against polar bear Pete. Um, but also to uh, maybe give us some brownie points from the boss. Happy birthday, Sean. But also <laughs> it's Bo Brisky. And he said on his other podcast, Boo Brisky. So it was a little bit of funny laugh the way he pronounced his name. But that kid went out and dealt against the White Sox. I'm going to continue to tail him until he has that inevitable blowup out of Yeah, I think I have to tail him as well. He got me uh, one of my moon half annoying um, underdog wins. Um, I think maybe last Saturday night, I remember thrashing around in bed uh, while this was... Uh, I think it was close. They, they got it done. Um, there was runners on in the, in the ninth inning, but Brisky got me the, uh, the big underdog win. Um, and I'm going to take him again tomorrow. Um, like I say, I, w- I watched this game earlier on and both lineups are going to be inconsistent. Both these sides are going to be yeah. hard to handicap coming down the stretch. They've got a lot of young players. Um, even Kansas City got a lot of kids in there. Uh, Pasquantino um, hit a home run today. Kyle Isbell. I think Edward Olivares is going to get a little bit of run. Bobby Witt Jr. was doing all sorts. Uh, they were stealing bases. So, um, they're going to be quite good fun, but it's going to be really tricky to handicap them. Uh, Detroit, the same. They're trying to get a run out of Torkelson and Riley Green. Um, 
And yeah, it's, and, and the young pitchers like Brisky. So I'm going to keep tailing Brisky. Um, slight underdog price here at plus one ten. Yeah. Uh, and Noah, you want to uh, add something to this? I want to. I want to timestamp forty three minutes because I think it's another quote that can get posted by the uh, sports gambling podcast team media media team. I've been thrashing around on bed on Saturday night. That's <laughs> another great Malcolm quote. Well, because it, see, I'm. These, uh, half of these games I feel like I'm in a fever dream listening to because I'll put the radio call and then just fall asleep and then I'll wake up and it'll be sort of five past three in the morning and it's often like in the bottom of the ninth so I sort of get 45 seconds of the last out or something uh, and I just remember sort of arms and legs going as Detroit got over the line. Um, just imagine imagine somebody that didn't listen to the podcast looking at a graphic that said I was thrashing around in bed. I was thrashing around in bed. I was, yeah, I noticed the, <laughs> someone published that said... Uh, that I was You're... bouncing around the lounge like a spring lamb, which is a perfectly normal phrase. I don't know why everyone was getting so head up about that one uh, after C.S. Suzuki's Inside the Park if, Home Run last if week. If you told an American to name like 10 animals, a lamb wouldn't pop up in their head in that first 10. I'm just telling you. Probably That's just something that it, it gambles, doesn't it? Uh, it bounces around. I gamble. Yes, not well, you don't. Uh, so we've got two for the Tigers and one for the Royals. Shut up. Let's go. 8.40 Eastern first pitch. It's the San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies, which is Mike Clevenger uh, for the Padres and Austin Gomba, lefty, for the Rockies. Uh Plus 115, home puppy, Dylan Alert uh, for the Rockies. San Diego, a minus 135. Tokyo is set at 11. Uh, we'll let you... Um, lead us off with this one, Dylan. No, we won't. Yes. We'll go. Okay. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> You're good. I uh, threw a curve. You threw a curveball to me, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a total here. I was able to get a ten and a half, and I'll go over that. I set my total at eleven point four. So even at an eleven, I like the over. The Rockies have had the Padres numbers this season, so. With with that and them being able to score a decent amount of runs on them, I think here at Coors Field with the wind blowing out of center field, nine-mile-an-hour winds at that, I think the ball is going to be flying off the bat here. I think the Padres, they'll be able to get a few runs off Gomber, who in his last three home starts have given up four runs, five runs, and nine runs. So I'm going to be fading him. I think the Padres will be able to get enough runs, and I think the Rockies will contribute a little. So going to go over 10.5 or 11, whatever you can get. Yeah, I'll chip in with my pick there because it's exactly the same. Uh, all I've written down is more runs, over 10 and a half. I've got runs in the game that's going off tonight. Um, the numbers are relatively high, but um, I think Gomba's going to be good for possibly half a dozen. Um, and Colorado can get the Clevenger for a little few. So I did also see that um, 10 and a half earlier on, which has shifted to 11, but um, I'm okay taking that. Uh, Noah, what do you think of this one? Are the Padres the new San Francisco Giants? Because they're four and ten in the last fourteen games, and they're just not scoring. Uh, they've only scored more than four runs in one of their last ten games, so that is very San Francisco Giants to me. Maybe Coors Field is exactly what the doctor ordered, but in their last ten games in Colorado, they're zero and ten. Um, so, really, I San Diego. They have Mike Clevenger on the mound. He's two and one with a 3.34 ERA, 36 strikeouts, 12 walks, and 35 innings pitched this year. In 2022, um, he has a road ERA of 2.67. If you guys don't win this game, 
it's almost auto fade for me because Austin Gomber, his ERA at Coors Field this year is 6.92. He's four and seven on the year with 59 strikeouts, 23 walks, and 78 innings. I'm giving the Padres one last game because they should be able to crush Gomber. They should be able to win this game with Clevenger on the mound. If they don't, I'm putting them on the naughty step, as Malcolm would say. <laughs> yeah, we need more people on the naughty step. We don't have enough on there. Uh, <laughs> next is the 9.38 uh, Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the LA Angels. Uh, Luis Garcia uh, for Houston and Noah Syndergaard uh, goes for the Angels. Uh, intriguing matchup, this one. Um I saw this as a pick'em earlier on. Uh, lines have shifted slightly in Houston's favour. Uh, minus one thirty, the Astros. The Angels are plus one ten. Totally a set at eight and a half. Um, and I saw that total at seven and a half uh, earlier on. That's this has kind of mucked up my handicap a little bit. Um, Garcia is seven and five with a three eighty one ERA. He's pitched eighty two and two thirds with eighty seven strikeouts. Syndergaard is five and seven with a three eighty four ERA. 70 and a third with 55 strikeouts. Uh, Garcia has been struggling a little bit of late. Um, 533 ERA in his last five starts. Somehow he's gone four and one in those starts as well. Um, he's two and three on the road with a 237 ERA, which is a bit better. So I don't really know which Garcia we're going to get tomorrow. Are we going to get the one that's got a decent road, um, a road split, or are we going to get the one that's struggled? Um, Recently, Syndergaard conversely has a better ERA, 360 in his ERA uh, in his last five starts, but it's one and four over that spell. So pretty much exactly the reverse of what Garcia has done. Um, four of Syndergaard's last five starts have been decent, though he did throw one bad one in. Um, Houston will be missing Jordan Alvarez, who's gone to the IL with a sore hand. Um, this looks like preventative maintenance to me. I think with a little break coming up. Um, you'll probably see a few players. Um, it's quite traditional that some of the some players will go on the IL and then add on a little bit of extra time and just get them a couple of weeks off. Um, this was really hard. Uh, I think the key fact here is the Angels suck. Uh, therefore, <laughs> uh, very scientific. I'll take Houston at minus one thirty. Uh, Dylan, you go. Yeah, uh, I, I think we will see a good outing from Garcia, the one on the road. Like you said, he does have a lower ERA on the road than at home. I'm going to be on the Astros here. I was actually able to grab that pick price of a minus 110. I saw that. But even at a minus 125, minus 130 that I'm seeing now, I still like him. I favored him up to a minus 145. I just didn't understand why this game was so close. The Angels are coming off getting swept by the Orioles, and they've actually lost eight of the last ten. I, I can't back them. Like you said, they, they, they suck. They suck, yeah. and <laughs> and this Astro team—they've just been on a roll, eight and two in their last ten. This team has no quit in them. Even when they were down to the Royals, I think about a week ago, they just always find ways to win. They play well on the road, twenty-nine and seventeen on the road, straight up. And Garcia—he's been better on the road, like we said. So I think the Astros win here, and the losing streak continues for the Angels. So give me the Astros here. Uh, Noah, three for three on Houston. Yeah, three for three on Houston, and great point by Insano in the chat. Um, Syndergaard has one of the worst hold percentages and uh, most amount of steals given up on the season. He's just got this big leg kick that he's uh, been pretty stubborn about getting rid of in his mechanics. And um, I don't know if you saw it at all during the Marlins series or there's somebody else that they were basically saying – 
watch this guy go and then the, the announcers were and then there he goes stealing second bases it was a pretty uh viral clip uh I don't, I don't know maybe it was friday or saturday one of the two days but yeah um Syndergaard gives up a, a ton of a ton of stolen bases so yeah it might not be a bad prop to look at one of these astros speedsters maybe even tucker we know he's pretty aggressive on the base pass i don't know if you saw that clip of uh somebody trying to fix their pitch com and tucker tried to take home i think it was against yes. the yankees in that in that game um so maybe maybe a tucker stolen base because we know he's aggressive um but yeah astros on the money line here syndicate's always said that issue i remember watching him pitch for the mets and can't remember who stole the base on, but it was someone who had no base. It was Albert Pujols or um, <laughs> it was Jesus Aguilar or someone who I could beat over uh, a 90 feet foot race. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, Syndergaard, just, the, the people have run all over him for a couple of years, really um, should do something about that. Um, yeah, the, it's just like, real quick, I'd yeah, like to on. just add something. I, I've watched him when the Mets called him up and he's always had that big stride uh, along to the plate. And yeah. like you said, he, he's been very stubborn. Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez on the broadcast, they always mention like you would figure as a guy who throws that hard, he would kind of try to shorten up maybe just a little quick pitching, especially in the stretch. So I don't know. He's always been like that. People steal off him. He, and he doesn't really do a good job holding batter, uh, holding runners either. Like he doesn't, he'll throw over one time, and then the guy will be like, "All right, he's not throwing over." So those are steals. So I, I do like that. I think that was a good point in the comments. Excellent. Uh, all angles covered tonight. Uh, final game uh, of the slate is the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants, which is the lefty Dallas Keuchel for the D-backs, and Logan Webb draws the start for San Francisco. Um, short price favorite, the Giants, uh, minus 220. Arizona are plus 180. Totally ever set at eight. Keigel is two and six with a 763 ERA, 48 and one third pitch, 34 strikeouts. Uh, Webb, seven and three, 298 ERA, 105.2 innings pitched, 88 strikeouts. Um, Keigel is a right old mess, 10 0 7. In his last five starts, six earned runs uh, three times he's given up in that period as well. Um, I've written the word mess down twice. That tells you how much of a mess he is. Uh, Logan Webb, 132 um, ERA in his last five. Um, solid start after solid start. You get out of Webb. Um, I kind of feel like I'm finishing my handicap in here where I started with Cincinnati and New York and a fairly bloodless pick of the San Francisco Giants on the run line. Um, I did have the plus 110 written down. That line is gone. Be interested to see what it pops back up as. Uh, the Giants' bats have woken up a little bit as well over the weekend. Um, so please can keep that rolling. And I think they should put this to bed quite early. So uh, San Francisco Giants on the run line for me. Uh, Noah, what do you get uh, this game? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pissed off with Keiko. The, uh, we, I, it wasn't just me. I think there was somebody else that locked this over um in the it was like diamondbacks colorado yeah and you and Muno. He, yeah and he went out there and dealt it was seven innings <laughs> it was seven innings three runs and he had four strikeouts zero walks i was just like why like <laughs> we throw up a double lock on on the uh, graphic and keichel just finds 2017 keichel out of nowhere um but yeah uh I think you still have to fade Keiko. I, I don't think he has the ability as of right now to repeat that performance. Um, and even still, I think the Diamondbacks ended up 
losing that game if I'm not wrong. Uh, I don't know if that's the correct saying, um, but I, I think Malcolm's right. I think the Giants might have found their bats here in this last series against the Padres. They put up 12 runs in that Sunday game, so I like the spread minus one and a half here in this game. Uh, Dylan, same question. Uh, D-backs at Giants. Yeah, three for three. Give me another run line here. Uh, I got the Giants like you, Malcolm, at plus 110. I even I, I like them up to a minus 130, so I'm willing to lay a small number. This, this handicap is simple. We've talked about it before on the pod. We're, we're just going to continue to fade Keuchel. This is going to be another one of those games, especially with how bad he is on the road. I think he might be broken, so until further notice, uh, <laughs> l- let's just continue to fade Keuchel. Giants minus one and a half. So I went I went and dug the stat up as well. I like looking at these. Arizona, they're 4-16 and 16 in their last 20 games in the Bay. Okay. That's more than good enough for me. You know, I love that stat. Well done. Um, lock and dog time to come momentarily after I've told you about IP Vanish. Uh, IP Vanish, the VPN, which will protect all of your data by encrypting 100% of it, things like your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, your physical location, the same. IP Vanish uh, will make you virtually invisible online. You can use it on unlimited devices, uh, including your Fire Stick when you're streaming stuff. Um, an IP Vanish offering 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Um, IP Vanish is dead easy to use. Tap one button, you're instantly covered. So take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promo code SGP to claim that 70% savings. ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, we are just cracking on for the hour mark now. Perfect timing, boys. Um, Three locks and three dogs. Uh, Dylan, lead us off, man. Okay, so I, I was I told you guys I thought I was gonna take the Mariners as my lock, but I switched it as much as we were talking about it. I, I, I just gotta continue to ride the Astros here. So I'm gonna take the Astros here on the money line. Gonna continue to fade the Angels. Uh yeah, the Angels are just bad right now. You can't fade them. Uh you can fade them. Uh and for my my dog, let's see. I have a couple dogs or a couple plus prices. I'm going to take the Rays. Going to fade Chris Sale here. Going to take the home puppy. Uh, just, I just don't like the temper tantrums. He, he's not a kid. So. It's passion. It's passion. Well, I, I'm going to take the Rays. <laughs> I think Kluber, he, he'll, he'll bounce back here. So I, I just think the Rays are a better team right now. So give me the Rays here at plus 110 as my dog of the day. So the Rays and the Astros for Dylan and Noah, what have you got? So for my over, I'm going, or my lock, I'm going over nine in Milwaukee, Minnesota. Uh, if you can get it at eight and a half, even better. But uh, Faden, J- Jason Alexander, and, you know, the Twins, I really think that some of the books have fixed this under issue that they had earlier in the season. Uh, eight of the last ten, five of the last five have hit the uh, over here. And for my dog, it was between a big one and just a reasonable uh, underdog price. And I'm going to go with the the reasonable underdog price. Give me San Francisco minus one and a half plus 110 against the Diamondbacks at home. Um, I'm going back to that well fade Keiko. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, 
My lock will be the New York Yankees on the run line, minus 125. It's not very exciting, but I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, Ashcraft's uh, toast for me. He is on the naughty step, and I think the New York Yankees will score early and often here. Um, so give me Garrett Cole and the Yankees on the run line at minus 125. Got two dogs in play. I do like that San Francisco Giants run line, Noah. Um, I don't know whether to go double dog. Um, I'm going to give another chance to my guy, uh, Bo Brisky. Hey. I'll take Detroit, Detroit at plus 110. Um, there's nothing really to split these two teams. Kansas got over the line today. Um, if Brisky with a little bit of a better start than Pineda put up uh, this afternoon, then Detroit could edge a close one tomorrow. So I'll take Detroit here at plus 110. Um, and that, ladies and gents, uh, concludes our handicapping of the Tuesday games. Um, that was lots of fun. Uh, two things I need to tell you about. Firstly, um, the Golf Gambling Podcast uh, is must-listen this week. Uh, loads of action on the Open uh, over here. All your DFS players as well. Um, so go and listen to Boston Capper and Steve and the gang. Um, and obviously, don't forget the Discord channel. Um the Slack channel has moved across to Discord. Uh, loads of fun stuff going on, loads of fun faces and names that you'll recognise in there as well. Um, Dylan, Noah, anything you want to tell us about before we clear off out of here? No, not really. Just uh, follow, uh, follow along. We're going to continue to pump out content and good luck. That's all I really got. I'm still kind of getting used to the Discord thing, so not as active as I was in Slack. I will say that. But, um, you know, if you're watching it on the video form, you guys have been doing great with the YouTube stuff. Um, I think we've had 40 views on your two uh, Sunday on Sunday's podcast for Monday's games for both Malcolm and Dylan. So nice job, boys. And uh, thanks for all the support. We're at, like, 39 subscribers and, like, one week of being up so that's uh really great and we thank you all for uh doing that follow us on twitter malcolm is m-a-l underscore b underscore sport dylan d rock with two k's 24 on twitter and then me 77 the word 70 the number seven nb on twitter you can follow us um wherever you're listening to the podcast subscribe to wherever you're listening to the podcast and it's mlb gambling podcast on youtube yeah, the DGENs are ultra reliable when it comes to supporting anything uh, that the SGP network uh, gets up to. And for that, we are always very appreciative. Um, thank you very much, Noah. Thank you very much, Dylan. Uh, some variety of the gang will be back tomorrow to look after Wednesday's games. Um, and until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>